welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back you guys so uh you're back here that means you must like us a little bit welcome back to the drone as dad's podcast we're on episode who cares you're back to listen so i appreciate you being here i believe we're on seven though if i want to be for all the listeners out there who are the sticklers for it and as you well know as we get things kind of started before we get into the seriousness of being a dad in this today's climate all my dads out there, you got your cups. Hopefully you do. Hopefully you got something nicely poured inside of it. This time is for us. Let's go ahead, take a drink, take a shot, everybody. Clink, clink. Cheers. Clink, clink. Cheers, you brothers. That's well deserved. You deserve that because you made it through another week of being a dad. And if nobody else tells you, you're appreciated. So with that, let's go around the room. Let's see how everybody's doing on their check-ins. What's uh, What's going on, guys? Like you said, Peso, I'm alive and well. There you go. Uh, the kids are alive and well, I think. Mm. Don't really care because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, raising, I'm raising yeah. a glass yeah. over here. But no, nah, man, all is well. Uh, I'll take this uh, opportunity to shout out baby girl this time. Uh, she just hit seven months yesterday. Shout out to you, Jovi girl. Daddy's girl, yeah. seven months. She uh, She's standing, uh, which is crazy as hell. And life is never going to be the same because she just want to move now. So. <laughs> I got two kids that I just can't take my eyes off of or something's going to get broke. That's fair. Uh, you know, you know how that goes. But, yeah, that's my life, man. That's fair. Uh, life is great. Uh, can't complain. Today was a it was a good weekend. Today was a very interesting day. Uh, mm. Share a little small snippet. You know, we're going through it every single day. I talk to y'all about so potty training stuff. <laughs> Last time my man tried to touch me with the shitty hands. Mm. Today, surely, surely he can follow that up. right before I left... The house to come here. I hear, uh, Daddy, 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 potty, potty, poop on the potty. Good job. So run out of my room. Yeah. Run to go grab him. My man already got his pull up off. Like, oh. oh shit! Come on, let's go to the potty. So no, 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 no. And like reaches out to hand me like a ball, and I'm like, all right, I mean, give me the ball. But yet, it's it's not like a like a little plastic ball. It's not like not, a, not a basketball, basketball, not a soccer, not ball. a ping pong ball, not, not nothing. It's it's a turd, like a like a turd. Oh, turd. Like oh a, so. And then, Ooh, then like he just looked at me and smiled. So I was like, you know what? Like little. Thanks, okay. son. Appreciate that. Goodness gracious. So I, I did just walk him to the toilet Look. and just say, this is where this is supposed to go. Little whoppers. And he was like, he, he mm. made it through a temper tantrum because he wanted to uh, flush the toilet. Mm. So, I mean, again. Wow. You yeah. Know what? Another drink. Let's, another raise, let's raise another drink to this man. Cheers. Man. True. So, mm. That's how I was going. But no, the kids is great. Um, Had a very interesting interaction. Um. With my two oldest this weekend, but we're gonna get into that to a little later. But like I said, uh, my kids are all safe, sound, God is good, angel protection watching over him. So I know that's good. right. Okay, so that's beautiful. So all right, so we're uh, we're two for three for the kid check in of just being alive. So for everybody listening, they are still kicking and breathing. That's a good thing. I'm gonna go three for three. I believe mine's is good. He's actually not home right now. He is out. And about with his mom, so hopefully she's on duty and keeping that well. But uh, check in for me. Um, you know, I I think I came to the realization like when you talk about like how your child gets your mannerisms and how looks. I don't even get into the whole looks thing because I have this weird thing where I think that after a while couples start to look the yeah. same. Yeah, so that's, that's why that's the kid kind of looks like anybody. So I don't really get into the looks thing, but the man room thing is crazy. So mine, I've noticed now when he's like trying to make a point or getting angry or whatever, he like his brow just, it, it just, it, 
I, they come together. Like it they come just comes together, together yeah. and, and I just look. Yeah, the improv, and I just look and I go, yeah, I think that's definitely for me. And mm. I'm like looking like myself in the mirror as a little child, and like I've gotten to a point where like. Just to like get on his nerves, like I'll lick my thumb and just like rub out his like eyebrows, like no, clear them eyebrows up. And he's just like, no, dad, and I'm like, shut up, you need to stop this before you turn into me. But you know, other than that, I guess you know it's a compliment to me in some type of strange, weird way. But God, this is um, a horrible, funny joke that you constantly play on parents of showing your showing. What your you, parents them, had to, yeah. or them, you, yep. whatever, however. Yep, it goes. exactly. Yeah. Of how yeah. your parents had to look at you. So now I'm yeah. here. Um, so, you know, that that's cool. Um, so, I, you know, like I said, happy to hear that everybody's uh, doing good and everybody's doing well. Um, speaking of, you know, everyone doing well and, you know, just mental checks um, yeah. and making sure everyone's doing well, I'm glad you guys are. But I'm just going to kind of swing into our first topic today of talking about, you know, mental mental health. You know, it matters. It it it, it definitely matters. And, definitely um, matters. you know, uh, you know, none of my friends that I can speak of directly right now um, are going through any type of divorce. So, unfortunately, I really can't get any real uh, perspective on this. end. but the one thing that we all have talked about on this podcast before is, you know, if you and, you know, uh, your significant other happen to break up. And, you know, the child is no longer, you know, in the same household as you. How do you co-parent together? And it's looking like Kanye is not doing too well in the co-parenting department at all. So, um, you know, he's went on a rant recently just about his kids in specifically north of her being on social media as well as um you know tiktok and youtube and things like that so just wanted to get into the first conversation about you know just in regards to your kids and social media you know and how you're trying to manage or handle that or what's going on with that or you know if you don't have a child at that age yet what how do you plan to do that um and yeah let's get into it i mean i'll start off because i got two older older kids and um one out of the two of them is on social media my uh my oldest connor is it on social media but aj who is social butterfly like his father is on social media but i got your story about this like so you gotta like right now we gotta protect our kids from mm-hmm. these dangerous people out here uh What's the boy name? Oh my god! How to catch a predator? Uh, Chris Hansen. Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. We gotta we gotta protect them from being on that show. So a while ago, uh, this thing called Discord. Discord is like a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. kid, like AJ, used to be really good at Fortnite. Was super tough at it, but like that's how he communicated with people through Discord. And I one day like I got an iPhone, so I got the capabilities to go through his phone, turn it off when I want to. As you should. And so I'm saying, yo, like, just look up, like, where I took his phone, I was like, let me just look through this joint, like, see who he's texting. Don't type in P. And, oh. <laughs> dog, I had to look, and I was like, yo, like, you're really getting hit up by people, like, on this site. And they're like, yo, AJ, just did the third, calling him by first name. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo. And I really had to tell him, like, yo, you cannot give people your real name. Mm, yeah. You can't be communicating with people. And I had to take his phone away and delete this thing off his phone. Instagram, he's on TikTok as well, too. And I periodically go through it. But I, I will say this. I do give my kids a certain amount of freedom. But I do check up after them to make sure they're yeah, good. Because, yeah. again, like, you don't want anybody preying on your kid. Like I said, they're yeah. in the malls now with us. All they got to do is say, yo... 
I want to, I'm going to the mall now. Like, oh, I'll meet you at the mall. And he asked, like, to go to the arcade. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. Right. And, like, even more interesting, AJ recently had been wanting to go to a friend's house that happens to be the opposite sex. <laughs> My boy. I seen, I seen a tweet. I seen a tweet yeah, out there. boy. Listen, listen, listen. Me and AJ's mother are stressing a little bit because He's like very into this girl at his school. She's very into me. I bet he, he wants, wants to, go, to. My man did his research, got their parents' phone number, gave it to us. Like, called them. Can we set up a play date? And even after school, it's like a little pizza store that's near the uh, school. And we let him like give him a little bit of free because we could track him on my phone, whatever. He's like, yo, we've given him money and he's going to this pizza store, chill with his homies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, like, and mind you, AJ's only 10. And at that time, they can go to the store and come back to their school and then catch the school bus back home. But it's right. like, yo, like, dog, you really out here, like, yeah. talking to people and people of your same age group and, like, yeah, preteen days, attracted to these girls. I'm like, I'm, I'm stressing a little bit and it's wild. But I will say this, though. If you do have children on social media, I'm not going to say restrict them from being on social media, but definitely be in tune to what they're doing, who they're talking to, and what they're doing. Because... Again, I ain't going to get too much into it, but these drones be having, like, AJ has already had certain times where little pornographic things have shown up, asses. Yeah, and my like, boy. And his group chat with his boys. And I'm like, yeah. I had to call everybody parent, <laughs> yo. Yeah. This. Like, and I, I'm thinking about myself, like, I'm only 33. I'm thinking, like, damn, like, yeah, my son, look at the table. Yeah. Like, no, you're not old enough for this yet. Like, uh. I got to be the mature dad and be like, yo, so. It is pretty wild, but yeah, man, you it, gotta protect your kids from some of these social web. But you don't take them off. Yeah, Kai, I can't, I can't say you just have her off there completely. But again, she's a star in the limelight, so it's up there. So I'll say one thing, um, and I, I guess right, I have a, a the benefit slash curse of having a little different perspective, just related to what you're just talking about right now with like your boy, your son, you know, wanting to meet up with a girl or something like that. Um, I, I joked earlier where I said I saw a tweet, and I think you said, um, you know, you're. AJ's mom tweeted something like, yep. I can't believe my son is trying to go hang out with a girl. He said, like, Mom, I want to go see my girlfriend or something like that. And I sent it to y'all, and I'm like, man, it's funny how parenting perspective is different, right? Because I would see that as a father of a boy and be like, yeah, clapping. I'm clapping. I'm clapping my yeah. son. You know, he got a girl. And I sent that to y'all, and then, like, two seconds later, it hit me where I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's gonna be you. But that's gonna be me with my daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we'll be at some point too. Some, right? And I'm like, oh buddy. Hell no. So I I damn sure ain't ready for that. Um and I guess it's a it's a challenge for me to grow up as a parent overall, because how do I figure out how to treat my son and my daughter? Not the same because they're not the same, but equally, and that's a whole nother battle that'll be down. But when it comes to, you know, social media and you know, for Yay, he's mad that Kim has North on TikTok mm-hmm. wearing makeup and all this freedom on TikTok. Uh, and yeah, yeah, he's gay, man. And he went on this whole, you know, made a Facebook <laughs> post where he's talking about how dads don't have equal rights and there's no such thing as 50-50 as a dad. And, you know, I'm a father and I want my, I don't want my daughter wearing all this makeup and making, having unrestricted access to social media and all that. And it's like, yo, that's real, right? Yeah, I must say that's real that's, life. That's fair. It's really real. That's so fair. figuring out how to, how to navigate that. And, you know, that's the can of worms, right? Like I think about Jace, who's three, who, you know, our kids, they love YouTube, mm-hmm. right? And there's some dangerous stuff out there on YouTube yeah. where I've seen videos in the past where like, you know, there's children's titles of YouTube videos. But when you get like 20 or 30 minutes into the mm-hmm. video, it's... Wait, 
oh my god, yeah. what was that little thing? It was like a weird yeah. boy girl with that weird smile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, some demonic. Yep. Yeah. Drone. Or yeah, there's yeah. other drones where it'll be like in the middle, it'll tell the kid to like take a fork and stick it in the outlet. Yeah, right? the like, Amazon uh device like was doing that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's like you really, Honestly. really gotta pay attention, of yeah. course. And I'm guilty of it. I'm super guilty of it. It's very easy to give your kid the iPad, mm-hmm. right? Especially Obviously, like in general, if you have to work during COVID when people yeah. were working from home and the kids were home, or now me when we got a second kid, right? Like, it takes so much energy to focus on baby girl. It's like, yo, Jace, go sit down. Here's your mm-hmm. iPad. Uh, listen, I'm that way with mine. So yeah. yeah, man, like that's what you know sparked this kind of this topic, and it's just I, I yield to we yield to the OG, the yeah. Corey J on it. Yeah, I, I I would have to I would have to listen to you on this. I mean, I think the only thing that I my little insights that I got. Um, just to speak to Kanye first, uh, which is funny. One, he said something about like a a, a white kind of family or household, and you know how these white people are taking advantage of black people. I'm like, but Kanye, you, she, you, uh, how, okay, whatever. Yeah, Leave that alone. Yeah, yeah, Leave that alone. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, yeah. whatever. But yeah. I think that also made me think because we always got kind of do that introspectural, yeah. yeah, do all that, um, and really think about. Sometimes when you're in a relationship with someone, you are you're helping them check their own demons, right? Like let's just say if your lady is not the most time manageable yeah, person, yeah. maybe you've made it so that inside your household you tell her seven o'clock when y'all really are supposed to be there at eight o'clock. And that's really what's helping out. But now that you're not in the household anymore, maybe you really can't help. And what I mean by that is, is that I don't think Kanye, I mean, since we have known Kanye, he's never been pro social media, right? Like he just barely gets on Instagram, just barely gets on Twitter. Like that's never been his realm as opposed to Kim, where that's literally her livelihood, yeah. right? Like that's literally how she, she gets all her fame and everything. So now that, you know, yeah, you know, I hit it, I hit it. I, well, <laughs> one of my favorite songs, if anybody ever wanted to know. Um, but, you know, with Kanye not being there anymore, I think that he's not able to check you know, some of Kim's impulses to have her child on Instagram and all these social media networks because he's not there to kind of give his input into it. So I think from that aspect, I think I can kind of understand him. Um, The second part that I wanted to speak to is, is that uh, going to what you were saying, Ishmael, about like just giving the kid the, the iPad. I know I do that all the time. In fact, I had to stop myself last week and I had to make a conscious effort to say, one, parents definitely get the YouTube kids. Um, let's start there uh, because that's YouTube kids is, is the best thing is, is the yeah. best thing is as opposed to YouTube. And I was always the believer of like, oh, well, if I just type in what my kid is looking forward and that's great. But now YouTube kind of has like these kind of like stories. Uh, so like when you're scrolling through YouTube videos, like once your YouTube video ends, it will go into like one of these like youtube stories and it could be anything so even though you might type in youtube paw patrol mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those youtube stories could literally just be something indirectly related to that so now mm-hmm. that's patrol. where yeah right now you hear like this person like screaming and like you know killing one of the paw patrol creatures and you're like how did i get here parents start by getting youtube uh kids in there and then the other thing that really made me think about it was is that you know, as 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 parents, you know, while these are young kids and they're able to absorb so much, I know it's easy just to put on Paw Patrol, 
But if we really think about it, you could put on anything for your child because your child didn't come out the womb just loving Paw Patrol yeah. or loving, you know, Mickey Mouse. It's just because they've seen it in so much repetition. So I started to think to myself, like, why am I not wa- letting him watch, like, educational Spanish cartoons where like now you're like you're doing something for real i'm trying to get you to that point right abc abc mouse another good one but like that's something where it's a conscious effort number blocks is another one number blocks a good one like these are things where like as parents we're just we like i said i'm guilty of it too of we can't even put in five seconds of time just to be like youtube kids an educational video as opposed to just paul patrol and making sure that the kids are doing something and you know lastly just on the kind of preference of social media, I guess I'll I'll leave it at this um, to give some helpful, funny advice to uh, you, Ishmael, is that in my perfect world, you know, when we were all younger and, you know, we would talk about white picket fence and how many kids you want and what job you would have. You know, I always told myself I was going to have a boy, then a girl, then a boy. And the reason I always said that was because I said, I'm going to be old and decrepit and I'm not going to be able to beat up anybody who comes to see my daughter. So I need my eldest son to be me handle that so luckily like you said jovi's not at that age yet but when she gets that age you just gotta tap jason be like hey bruh come on go handle, yeah, that. handle go, that. Go, go handle that like you know what i mean i need you to take care of that and you know uh cj you know you you got the army of men over boys. there yeah. so you know if you happen to go back to the wishing well and you get a girl um, she definitely is protected yeah. <laughs> it's funny we talk about this with parker though like parker might be like parker my little light skin little uh-huh. got the good hair and yep. everything I was like, yo, he going to be the pretty boy that's going to get into trouble. And, like, yo, like, his brother's really going to have to, like, save him. Like, <laughs> like, he has some bitch cred doing some shit he ain't going to be doing. I'm like, dog, these niggas have to be like, yo, we have been there. Like, and mind you, like I said, his oldest brother's 12 years older. So, like, say he's, like, 15. Like, yo, I need you. It's like, oh, yeah. yo, my older brother's 27. Like, oh, yeah, they coming with the and, choppers. Like, and, no problem, big fella. So, yeah, dog, it's... it's it's going to be interesting. That, be interesting. That, that's very fair. So I think overall parents, I think the thing that we wanted to get to is, is that just making sure that you're patrolling, um, you're patrolling, Paul Patrol, you're patrolling um, <laughs> your kids and what they're doing on any of these social medias, definitely the younger kids with the YouTube, making sure you're seeing what they're actually watching, not just putting it on because a lot of times after that one minute of Paul Patrol, it might turn into some crazy stuff that you weren't paying attention to. So yeah. definitely be very uh, mindful of things like that. And I think, just talking about, you know, just overall guidance and looking over our young ones. I think we should get into our timeout so for the day. So, I got a time, time out. Timeout. Time out, yo. Timeout. And this is geared towards, um, the fellas don't know this. I ain't talked to any of my boys about it. Only me and my fiance and our family know about this. But I had a very, very, I would say horrible interaction that happened. Um, uh, not between me, but between my oldest son and my uh, second oldest son. AJ and Connor happened this weekend. I was at Willow Grove Mall, and um, my fiance was doing an event for her business. Shout out to Mix and Mingle. So I had the four four boys by myself. So I was like, you know what? It's snowing outside. We got a little bit of cabin fever. Let's go out. So we went to Willow Grove Mall. So Willow Grove Mall now has a new arcade. Uh, shout out to their old arcade, and they have this like little play area for like little babies in there. So I give both of my kids twenty dollars, ten dollars cash, and then ten dollars worth of tokens. So they go. Play at the John in the arcade. Take the two little babies to this little play area. So they've been there for a while. Um, won a couple prizes and stuff like that. Was chilling. So Katana has since finished her event, come with me to this event. So the boys had already come to me before and said, Yo, can I go back out? Connor ended up um, 
going back to GameStop. AJ ended up staying playing with Xander. And then Connor came back. And they were like, yo, we want to get a pretzel. And they started third. I'm like, yeah, go get me a pretzel. Give me un- a little uh, salted joint, an unsalted joint for me and my fiance. So they come back. And Connor is hot. Like, ain't got a little bit of temper on him, but he is hot. He's hot. Like, yo, what the fuck happened? He's like, yo, this boy was talking this stuff to me at the, at the, 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 the um, on the ends in the second third. I'm like, yo, wait, wait, so what happened? Like, yo, can't come here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's amped and he's upset. And he says to me, so, um, Connor won this, like, comb. But it's funny, you know the comb? Old, a comb. But you know. For your, the, like for your hair? Yes. Okay. But it doesn't like a comb. You know those little, like, the back of the day, like, uh, Italian movies you have, like, the little knife. Like the little switchblade type joint. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop out the blade. Mm-hmm. It was one of them, but it was a comb. Yeah. So he must have been in line at this thing. And um, was there, must have been playing with it while he was in line to get it or after he got it, whatever it happened. And he said this boy with tattoos on his face was like, yo, you shouldn't be playing with that. And he was like, it's not real. It's like a comb. And bull said to him, and, like, I'm, I'm getting so fucking mad just thinking about it. Me, me and my fiance was, like, furious. He said to him, well... You lucky it's a comb because if I had my gun, it'd be a problem. And no. mind you, I want to give everybody a picture, right? My oldest son is twelve years old. My second oldest is ten. But Connor is a tall, <sighs> tall young man. I'm six foot. He's my height. He's six foot, and he's twelve years old. He's a big kid. And AJ's a little bit shorter than him. AJ got to be somewhere around like maybe five foot. He's not very tall. Uh, maybe even shorter than that. But when he told me this, I was like, get the fuck out of here. There's no fucking way. So, like, yo, where's this boy at? So, mind you, I'm going to let y'all know, like, again, people that's from uptown or from the area probably know this. I'm saying, I'm at this store right next to Bloomingdale's on the third floor. Ani Anz is in the food court. Mm-hmm. So, y'all think about the time it took him to walk down. He's already hot. He's yeah. to me. Yeah. So, again, we live in Philadelphia. I have my license to carry. I take my gun everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's Philadelphia. I got four kids. I got a fiance. I'm damn sure not losing none of them. And Fair. if I got to, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's funny. I had my, 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 because I'm in this play area and like my shirt was riding up. I had my gun and my kids, a <laughs> diaper bag. So I take that joint out, put it on my hip. I'm running. Like we walk, go down to the food court. I'm like, where the fuck is this boy at? Cause it's no fucking way. And I got it. You got to thank God. And I, we, I, I pray over my kids yep. all the time and I yep. pray that mm-hmm. yep. I, Thank God, I just asked him, like, send your angels to protection to watch over them at all times. I say this all the time. And another thing is, I never found this bull. Never found this bull. One of my mans, my man Derek, shout out to my man. Derek told me, like, I would have called security to see if I could find bull because that's what you don't say to kids. And I'm not thinking that way. What I'm thinking of is, this kid threatened my kid, a 12-year-old boy, mm-hmm. over this switchblade thing. And again, we, we could dissect this all the ways we want, but... I want to. I got to be honest and thank God for a few things. Because number one, I thank God that it didn't escalate yep. in that moment. Because mm-hmm. we live in yeah. Philly, and like, if you're from Philly, you already know right now, people getting shot, people die for less. Yeah. And like, just period. And I was pissed that he threatened him. But I thank God nothing happened in that moment. I also thank God that I didn't find this person. Because if you think about it, somebody threatening your kids, people don't play about their kids. Anybody that's a parent, anybody. I don't play around my kids. I fight kids. I fight anybody. I'll die for my kids. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill anybody for my kids and just not care. It is what it is. But I had to be hundred. Like, I don't think I didn't find that person. But, like, am I angry that they have novelty items like this out there? Yeah, they do. 
she maybe been playing with this novelty item. Maybe I should make more conscious of yes. But mm-hmm. to that punk ass nigga out there that threatened a twelve year old boy, you're a bitch. Yeah. And I don't know if you felt harder because of it, or you felt like you were bigger than, or whatever. It don't matter. But it's also this is my main point, and my fiance showed me a post not too long ago, and this is my point more regarding my timeout. A lot of our young black men in this city look a lot older than they are. Mm-hmm. They're taller than their moms. They're taller than their dads. They look like men, and they're young boys, and they don't understand the world the same way that we do. Mm-hmm. I'm a 33 year old man. I've been through a bunch of shit. I've been through some trials and tribulations. And stuff like that. I've been robbed. I've been, I've mm-hmm. been jumped in Philly, bro. Nani, shout out to my nigga. Like, <laughs> I've been through some fucking bullshit. But we have to protect these kids in this city. And I'm talking to my men right now. My dad's out there, and my men that are mentors. For these young men that look like men, we gotta teach them to protect themselves and to be smart in certain situations at all times. And I'm not mm. saying my my son Connor wasn't, but I'm just saying. A lot of these young boys look a lot older and they look like young men. And there are people out there that will hurt them. And mm-hmm. we have to protect our kids at all costs. And I'm talking to my black boys out there. I'm talking to my black girls out there. We got to protect these kids. Because in that situation, that could have easily been me hearing cops mm-hmm. running to on the ends. Or me hearing, yeah, oh my God, yeah, come back yeah. all lumped up and, and, and jumped or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like at that moment, like I said, I'm upset because... Somebody threatened my son, but I'm also thankful that nothing happened at the end of the day. And I just want to tell you out there, for these young boys that look a lot older, and for our parents that got kids that look a lot older, talk to your kids about these situations. Talk to them like, yo, call me on my cell phone if something happens. It's the reason why you have a cell phone. Call me as soon as it happens so I'm Mm -hmm. there to protect you. Because my job in this world is to protect my kids and provide for my family at all costs. I believe that's my purpose that God put me here to do that and to mm-hmm. make people laugh. But in that moment, I had never been more scared or more upset because I really felt like something could have happened to my kid and not only something could have happened to him, but I wasn't there to protect yeah. him. So my timeout goes to, again, fellas, protect your kids at all costs. And again, to that boy out there, like I said, it's people out in the city right now. You can watch any social media no guns, no everything like that. We we killing each other for no reason. And yeah. it's like, we got to protect these kids at all costs. So to my fathers out there, and to specifically my young boys, I'm not saying that my moms and my daughters ain't important. I'm just saying right now to my guys, they got your boys out there. Teach them to protect themselves, to be aware of their surroundings, be aware of the people around them, be aware of situations, and call out for help when you need it, or even if you don't feel like you need it. Yeah. So that's my time out for today. That's, that's deep, man. Yeah, I was I was just going to say, and I think that's actually going to be a good transition because I want to give my input on exactly what you just talked about. I know, Ishmael, you want to weigh in as well of our next topic that we were talking about of what values do you feel are important to teach your kids? You know, um, and, you know, that can obviously range from anything uh, from uh, I, I'm going to tell you I'm going to start and, and tell you one of mine's that you just made me remember in the top of my head. But I mean, it could be something serious. Obviously, it could be something not so serious. You know, make sure you step out the house. You got a pair, a nice pair of clean of uh, J's or whatever you got on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Keep them nice, whatever that is. But I'm going to actually go to mine, which you just reminded me of, which is so important. And it's sad. Um, a lot of times. Unless you're a black man, and I'm literally saying this because unless you are a black man, you will not understand what I am about to say. But it is a sad reality where 
we as black men, as much as they fear us, we are so scared of everything that's out in this world that can harm us that unfortunately we have to be raised at a young age to think about some of the things that we have to do and interact with this world. And what yeah, I mean by yeah. that, mm-hmm. by no means is kind of wrong in this scenario, right? But sadly, the conversation that you have to have now is is that, hey, you know that that comb that you have? Be more, think about the surroundings where you put that in. That's crazy. I know that, think about it because it's just a comb. It's nothing. But to you, I know as a father, it kind of gets your mood going of like, yeah, Connor, you weren't wrong in this scenario at all. No. But you start to think about worst case scenarios like you just said of, what if the cops got called? Now they see this quote unquote knife that looks like, you know, this young child that, you know, yeah. Connor doesn't look like a young child. Like you said, these young kids nowadays, they old. They look like grown ass adults. So like they not going to get the same treatment as a young little white Johnny yeah, or yeah. Betty or whoever, yeah. because now he just looks like a quote unquote thug who has a knife, right? So it just made me think of one of the most important values that I'm going to have to teach my son. Sadly, you know, out of this interaction that you had to have was, is that, and I don't even know what age that is, truthfully, because as a black man, who knows when that is, where you have to have that conversation to go, hey, son, unfortunately, you are you are beautiful. The, the, the world wants to emulate everything that you do from your clothes to your music to the way you have your hair. But unfortunately, this world don't love you. And it's sad because interactions like that, I know, um, you know, I know I don't know if you got into the, the specifics with Connor, whether, you know, it was a black kid, white kid, but it has nothing to do with it, because at the same point. Because sometimes you teach these kids at a young age that like they have to be protective or they have to be over defensive. These young black kids are killing each other because now they see some other young black kid and think, oh, that's quote unquote the ops or that's another young black dude who's going to try to take my life. And, you know, I can at least speak for our group of children and who we're raising is that that's not our children. But unfortunately, my child doesn't look like someone else's child out there or my child doesn't they all look the same so when they go outside in this world they got a fear for unfortunately the police or anyone in a a, a position in which they can flex a little bit of power they have to be on the defensive against other boys that look just like them sadly because we have that kind of crab in the barrel mentality and it 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 just infuriates me because like you said you didn't tell us this story beforehand but just hearing that it just makes me think of just how, like you said, how bad that scenario could have changed. And unfortunately, sadly, I, I hate to say it like this, but I'm glad that you didn't have that chance to interact with that person because yep. it could have went 10 times different, yep. like a, a lot. Yep. And, you know, I don't as much as we're trying to raise young kings and queens and everything, we still young. Like, don't get it wrong. And we still are navigating through life. And. Unfortunately, you know, we still at a we've learned from a lot of our mistakes, but we still can get to a point where we can make mistakes that would cost us time with our family. And I'm just glad that you weren't put in that scenario where you even had to think about that, because like you said, as a man, yes, we are going to protect our family with our last dying breath. But I want you to save that for a point in time where it's really your last dying breath. There's no other way. An interaction like that. I don't want that to be what it's used for. So. I think just speaking about the values thing, that's what just jumped in the top of my head as you were talking of, unfortunately, having that conversation with my child of saying like, son, you know, you got to, you, I don't even know how you word it, but you you know, unfortunately, you got to be prepared for this world because you just don't know what's going to happen. I think, 
the word that comes to mind, and you said it a little bit earlier, but it was ringing in my my head the whole time. We were just talking about how sad it is, and the way that we, as black men and young black boys, have to go about living our life, is it's the word defense. It's like we gotta be on defense all the time, right? Yeah. And the, the saying is, the best defense is a great offense, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, and when I say we're on defense, I think about even you go back to everything that happened the beginning of COVID over the summer with, um, with George Floyd Mm -hmm. and, and then being in the workplace or just in general, where it's like, yo, we're like, we're tired, right? Like being a black man is being exhausting because you literally feel like you always have to be on defense. Even walking down the street in the wintertime with a hoodie Mm -hmm. on, right. And I'm walking a dog and it's a white lady walking down the street and I got a hoodie on. I'm like, I need to cross the street because I don't want her to think <laughs> yep. this. Standard. So yep. it's like the word that comes to mind is like, yo, you got to teach your kid how to always be playing defense mm-hmm. when I shouldn't have to be playing anything in my life. No. Right. Like and no. your kids shouldn't have to be playing anything either. You should just be able to go about living your life. And then, Corey, your story also makes me think about like the word trauma comes to mind. When I think about the, the bull with, that you said that said something to Connor, it's like. My initial reaction was like, this dickhead, right? right. Like, why yeah, would he why? say some dumb that shit? Bull, yeah. But when I think about it, it's like, damn, what kind of trauma has he encountered in his life where he felt threatened where he was on defense, right, mm-hmm. by Connor? And I get it, right? The perception, he could have perceived that as a blade. Cool, I get that. But if if Connor wasn't talking to him, wasn't right. being aggressive right. to him, yeah, wasn't trying to get in line in front of right. him, no interaction. What kind of trauma does this young boy have where the the perception of seeing what he thought was a blade made him think like, damn, I got to be on defense. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sad, man. And again, we always talk about what sparked the catalyst for us want to just have these weekly conversations. It's, it's shit like this, unfortunately, slash fortunately, because we're going to take the negative and try to spin it into something positive, right? And try to, you know, uplift our people with this conversations. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when you talk about, and I love the, the topic of values, right? Like, that's a major one. That's one that's, it's yeah. sad, but it's it's a reality of the life yeah. that we have to live for them. So, I mean, so, and it's funny, y'all. We, it's so funny. I'm going to stay on that topic of defense. I, it's, it's crazy because we, we, it's organic right now. We're having this conversation. I think about, a lot of things came full circle to me in that moment. Um, I never forget and I'm going back in time showing my age. I never forget my mom. Mm. Back when I was in high school, I went to Roman Catholic. I was catching the train downtown. I wanted this gray state property jacket. <laughs> and my mom <laughs> waffle like, drone? Uh, no, yeah. no, not the waffle drone. Oh, the regular, uh, like, long drone. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember I had a Woolrich already. And I remember I was like, yeah, mom, I want this, I no. this state property jacket. It no. came in. It came in navy blue, it came yep. in black, yep. it came in gray, nope. and it came in yep. tan. Yep. And I never forget, I was like, yo, I was one of the first people that had the gray job, I bought that CD blue. And I remember like, yo, I got this gray job. My mom was like, I don't want him to have it because of what it represents. Nope. I don't want nobody yep. to yep. try yep. to steal his jacket. Yep. And I never forget, I might have had that jacket maybe a month. And I never forget being at Broad Island, coming home from track practice. Some boy like y'all really like your jacket. You <laughs> know what that means? Yo, and like I never get. I got. I almost got jumped from my jacket. Thank God. At that time, it's so funny because now I'm talking about 2002, 2003, bro, Nani. That's back when cops was there, all crazy because it was a fight there. CEP niggas was out mm-hmm. there. Like that's back oh, when yeah. shit was getting wild. And um, I remember saying to myself like, "Wow, this is what my mom was saying. Like, I can't let you have this." So my mom was big on like she was big on guns. I wasn't allowed to have water guns. I wasn't allowed yeah. to have fake little yeah. guns. And it was just her thing. And I remember saying to myself, like, 
I got to tell you, like you said, too, it's unfair because to you it's a cone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something innocent. But I got to be on the defense, like, I got to protect you out from the people in the world. And we think about, like, what we tell our kids, like, when you get pulled over, just put your hands up. Mm-hmm. Or when, we, yo, when the cops stop you, just speak to them calmly. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather you, like, like even myself now, too, I'd rather you look like a bitch mm-hmm. and come back home. Yeah. They act hard and something happened. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. And it's like, I, I really like, it's, it's so funny. I was watching this uh, trailer to a new show on Apple TV. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's a basketball show. O'Shea Jackson is in it. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. the trailer, it's the trailer. The kid's on his knees. Cops pull up to, it, to the son. And he like on his knees like, yo, what happened? What happened? And the mom's like, he's an eighth grader honor roll student. And the cops look at him like a threat. And this is innocent kid. Nothing on him. He got ball shorts on and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But they look at you like a threat. And it's like, and, and the funny too, because in the trailer, they still arrest them. And again, I want to watch the show just because of that. And I was watching my fiance and she started crying because it was like, that's that could be. what we go yep. through. Like, that's life for us. <laughs> and it's like, I had to explain to Connor and I explained to AJ and I've told them this. And I remember when I had this conversation with AJ a long time ago when he was young. I'm like, yo, it's people in this world that just want to hurt you just to hurt you. Just because. Like, it's people in this world that hate you just because of this color of your skin. Like, mm-hmm. they just hate you. They don't know you. And like, as a kid, you kind of don't understand that. And like I said, now that I'm an adult, like I said, I understand it now because it's like my mindset is different. I've seen things in the world. But you as a kid, you're naive. You're mm-hmm. looking at things in front of you. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like like right now, like for a child, I always use the example with even like disciplining your kids. Sometimes kids don't need to understand that fire, get burned by fire to understand it's hot. Because mm-hmm. I know it's hot mm-hmm. and I know it's going to burn you. Mm-hmm. But they don't look at it that way. Like, I, I can get close to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like Icarus. I can get close to the sun, but right. dog, you might get burned by the sun. And it's like, I feel like we got to protect our kids because sometimes, and like I said, it's a debate because, again, do you take that L and not let your kids have certain things, social media accounts, to make sure they're okay? Or do you let them live a little and then, like I said, they get can possibly be in harm's way. Yeah. So. You know what's crazy that you just said? Because it, it's funny how we, you know, I always see it on Twitter how somebody will, like, say something and say, did we all grow up the same? Or, like, did we yeah, all yeah. share the same, like, childhood? Because as I was hearing, if, if y'all run yep. back the tape, as you were talking about the state property thing, I was like, yep, my mom was like, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. You can't have it. Nope, you can't have it. I remember actually sneaking to show him all and buying a state property jacket. And so much so that I kept that shit in my locker in my school just because I didn't want my mom to find out that I had. Because she said the same exact thing about I don't like what it represents, da-da-da-da. Like, you know, at that time, those were were the Gucci jackets. Like, those were the jackets like... Everybody wanted Everybody one, especially wanted especially them. if you in with, Philly. With yeah. Scully, with oh yeah, with the skull. Come on, listen. If you had to match a joint, you was <laughs> you was getting money. But it's funny because trauma trigger. We're gonna call those trauma triggers because I just heard exactly what you heard. Where think about what we were just saying about how we're trained to always be on the defense. When a man approaches you and gives you a compliment, oh, yo, yo, that's nice, yo. Yo, that's a nice little state property jacket. You already know in your mind. I know what time it is. This nigga's about to try to take my shit yep. right off my... Like, think about that as a trigger. Someone coming up to you and complimenting you on something that you have, you knowing, you know what? All right. He about to try to take this up off my body. Let me go ahead and get... Him. Yeah, let, like, yeah, let me go ahead and get in position. And it's... it's fun. Like I said, unfortunately, these are the type of things that you like, like how do you teach that to connor and aj say 
yeah, when a, when a guy comes up and compliments you on your nice stuff or if he says, oh, that's a nice football, can I hold it? Like politely or tell at, him or no. ask you what size right. shoe you wear, or tell you right. what shoe you wear. Those are nice sneakers. How did in the hood? Let me see that boy. Yeah, like I ain't gonna take. How, I got all this money. I ain't gonna take it. How does that conversation go as a parent to be like, be an asshole, but don't be an asshole? Like pretty much, I don't want you to get killed for something that's materialistic. But at the same point, it's like politely try to take the situation in a in a point in which you are not going to be putting your life in harm, and it's. We're literally talking about materialistic things. Like we're we're not even talking yeah. about anything that a child might say, do anything. It's just because, and, and I always found it funny is because, and I, I guess that was my thing that uh, when my mom first told me about like wearing stuff is because I had a job since I was like fifteen. Yeah. So everything that I was wearing, I bought my hard earned money, right? So like I never thought of myself as a preppy like black kid from the burbs who gets his parents to buy him everything so like i never thought of myself as a target because i just thought everyone in the world would understand like nigga i'm I'm, I'm, I'm in the trenches like just like you like ain't no difference like i'm just like you i just spit my money on this thing that you see why would you take this from me like i'm not living a life where i can just go out and buy another but i had to get to a point where i had to understand like it don't matter if you're a gazillionaire or just somebody is on the street there's always going to be somebody out there Who's unfortunately plotting on you and you have to be on your keep your head on a swivel. Like when do you teach that to your kid? Like, why can't they just be a happy go lucky kid who runs into the yeah. side of a door yeah. or trips it and just has to enjoy life? Like, no, keep your head on a swivel. Don't go to a party, make sure you know who's around. Like, watch what you drinking. That's I it, it's, it's frustrating. It's crazy you say that, because like even my fiance said it to the kids, like, yo. Don't be so into your phone that you don't know what's mm-hmm. happening around you. Like, you don't... And, like, again, we see kids... Like, kids they talk about kids now with a crook neck because they so mm-hmm. used to be on their phone. And it's like... I mean, shout out to Ski. Ski is the only person that I've ever met like me that's, like, so aware of his surrounding. Like, yo, come mm-hmm. here, yo. <laughs> or, I, you know, or, like, you see, like, the commotion of the party. Like, yo, what's going on over there? I can pick out my man. Like, and it's like, nowadays, like I said, these kids don't know danger. Like, they don't know mm-hmm. danger when they see it. And it's like... Like you said, we got to prepare our kids for these situations. Like, yo, you might be in a situation where, yo, I need you to run. Yeah. I need you to run and not look back. Or like we talked a few weeks ago when we were with our ladies. Yo, if I tell you go grab the kids and run, don't worry about me. Go do that. And I mean, again, I I, I think it's crazy y'all just said that. Like, we always on defense. Mm -hmm. And like I think about, like I said, things in our life with our traumas. I'm on defense. I'm trying to protect this little piece of nothing that I yep. have. I'm trying to protect yep. this little bit. I'm trying to protect my lady. I'm trying to protect mm-hmm. my, my kids. I'm trying to protect my home. I'm trying to protect my car. I'm trying yep. to protect my manhood. Mm-hmm. These, things, these intangible things. I'm trying to protect my respect. Like, mm-hmm. he disrespected me because Bull looked down on me. Or like, mm-hmm. yo, Bull didn't acknowledge my sneaks. He looking down at me. Or I'm trying to protect what I got because if I don't... Listen, freeway, if I snatch the kitchen <laughs> out your kitchen, if my kid's hungry, mm-hmm. like, yep. you know yep. what I'm saying? Like, that's just... And we got that dog-eat-dog mentality, and this is time for another day. I feel like they brainwash us black people by taking away so much from us that we got to literally fight for the small bit of scraps that we got. Yeah. And it's just, it's sad. It's, it's, it's real sad at the end of the day, but yeah, man, that always on defense. Yeah. I, I, that's Maybe that's the title, always yeah. on defense. Like, as a black man, I'm always trying to just protect myself from the police, from other black men, mm-hmm. from... The white man from from debt from yeah. mm-hmm. from from my job from my manager trying to protect myself from the system like I'll try to I guess like what it, it 
this conversation just sparked something and it's crazy that um, I'm bringing us back to this a similar topic but um I guess hopefully like it'll kind of you know wrap us up in a sense but it reminds me of the genius documentary mm-hmm. and okay. it just makes me think about like the importance of speaking life into your kids and, mm. and building them up and giving them the proper self-worth, the proper mm-hmm. self-esteem, the right values, like yeah. you said, Jordan, and the the wisdom, right? The discernment to be able to help them understand what is important and what's not important, right? And it's like, you know, ultimately, Jordan, to answer your questions as it relates to values, there's so many different things, and mm-hmm. I can't necessarily put my finger on one, but one thing that I will say is just like, I want my kid to understand who they are. And when I say that in the sense of like, our black men, our black people in general are so disrespected generally that a lot of times we have a lower, I think, self-worth or self-esteem as to like what we're capable of. And and then I think that translates in times that we're constantly then looking to prove ourselves mm. or have a level of status or whatever. And I'm saying this to say like, I want my son to know like, Yo, you're ro- you are royalty regardless of what anybody else is saying, and it makes me think about Kanye's mom in a documentary. Yo, like I've never I watch seen episode three. Yo, listen, yeah. I just I just finished three, but like you know, it is it's apparent in episode one. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen someone who really like affirmed their child, right? Mm-hmm. And Kanye's first of all, if you don't believe that Kanye has some kind of bipolar as mm-hmm. well as being on the spectrum in some sort that like, it's super obvious in watching those episodes. Right? right. But I think that she did an outstanding job of giving him confidence in who he was. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. And like you never saw in the documentary, at least like Kanye feel the need to belittle someone else in order to achieve his own self. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. his own confidence in his own abilities and like that's what i want for for jason that's what i want for jovi because like when it comes down to like ultimately right like material things right like somebody's robbing you at gunpoint right over your jacket or over your shoes pride is what's going to want you to hold on to that mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm. and like don't get me twisted i always want my son to stand up for himself right, right? but i want him to have the wisdom to know like in this instance, I need to put my pride aside because it's a material thing. It can, yeah. easily, be it can easily be replaced. Something else that's like, I don't know, like something that can't be replaced or something that's about like your, I don't know, I would say like someone's physically moving you, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, nigga, stand up for yourself because that's your physical being, right? right. Like, yeah. that's what I want my kids to have the wisdom to be able to discern. But I just want like, it really did just make me think about that the genius drawing and it's like, y'all want my kids i want my son my daughter to know like my nigga you are your royalty listen it's it's crazy you touched on that and i I, we can talk about this in a future episode the encouragement that kanye's mom gives him is on another never seen anything like it and i mean like even in the sense of my kids in a sense too because like they don't talk about his childhood so much but even she mentioned like Remember in third grade, you wrote that rap? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure back in third grade, she was like, you can be a rapper. Reverse yeah. is like, yo, you got to go to school. You got to learn. And she was like, yo, my son is good at something. I'm going to cultivate you feed it. it. And I thought even like, I don't want to give up too much. And anybody didn't watch the documentary, I'm sorry. I apologize for ruining this for you. Here we go. Spoiler moment. But like, 
when he got done dirty by the bull that talked shit about him, mm-hmm. he was like at that like event with in Chicago. And he was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. down on himself. He was so mm-hmm. down. He was so hurt. Went to his mom crib, instantly changed his whole mood, yo. Yeah. And like, I- I'll even say this to even go how much confidence and how much she breathed into his spirit. Don't nobody say Kanye like his mom say Kanye. Mm-hmm. We say Kanye. He like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like she say it like how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be said. We he don't say it that way. Kim don't say it that way. His fans don't say it that way. Hov don't say it that way. She say it differently, and it's it's something about that love that she had for him that gave him that confidence that I can't be touched. I think it's also him being the only child as well yeah, too. Yeah, and like she just loved on him and said, "Yo, you can be what you want to be." but be the best at it and love what you do and just be satisfied with whatever comes afterwards. And I mean, as a parent, I'm not going to lie to you. It gives me confidence. Like, yo, I, like I said, I said this before, and no moment in history, I believe that if you're good at something, you can promote yourself through social media, any video, and make money off like of today. just what, mm-hmm. today. Like today. Yeah. But I, I just think, like you said too, Ismail, breathe life into your kids. Like, I tell my kids all the time, like, you're more than, I don't let none of my kids talk down about themselves around me especially my oldest right now i don't let them say they're not good at something Mm -hmm. you can do whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do like that like our old school adage there is no such word as can Mm -hmm. and i mean like now it's just it's it's crazy but i'm glad you touched on that that kind of documentary i think um just to put a nice little bow on this i think and especially because i want to give everybody out there um you know your flowers because you definitely deserve it is that i think what we're saying is is that Parenthood is a mentality, right? It is a choice that you make as a parent of whether you're going to be good, bad, or Mm -hmm. absent, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't want, like, looking at, yes, I definitely agree with Kanye, um, you know, and how his, you know, his mom raised him. And, you know, we can look at people like LeBron and things like that. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want that message to get convoluted and saying we're only looking at rich people because I, I know I can say personally for me. I look at all of my homies and how they parent and that that's a mentality where they literally are parenting diamonds and gold. Like they are doing things that is above LeBron and, and Kanye's mom to me because we're doing this. I know I'll, I mean, I'll, unless y'all, unless y'all text brackets change, I don't, I don't got no millionaire <laughs> homies who just hanging with me. Right. Who just got a nanny who got a cook who got this and that. So the fact that, you know, I can look, in this room right now, I'm the only one with one child. And I jokingly say that I say that shit all the time. I'm like, yo, I can't imagine having another child. Like, I don't know how I could afford it. I don't know how I could give another human more love than what I'm giving out yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, but I can say that. And then I can look to my left and look to my right and see people who have numerous children and they're doing a phenomenal job. So I think the overall thing that, you know, for any parent that's looking out there, whether mother father whoever stepfather stepmother whoever you know adopted whatever it may be a aunt uncle whoever it is if you're taking in a child and they're looking to you if you're giving them those positive guidance and affirmations those children can literally go anywhere you know yeah. um i don't want that message to be received that you know well people with money are raising good kids like no you can be a good parent if you're doing the things and speaking life, like Corey just said, into your children, I think if that's something that we have to leave you guys with is definitely 
Think about that the next time that you may get frustrated with your children. Think about that the next time that you may want to just give them to YouTube and just, you know, not interact with them because you had a long day. At at Corey J, 28, mm-hmm. how do kids spell love? Hey, <laughs> T-I-M-E. Yeah, that T-I-M-E. A man that doesn't take care of his family can't be rich. Yeah. Hove. I don't care what you say, and that's real because I've seen people out here with – $100 sneakers on and living a good life and you ain't the best person, but you got to be present. And I think if everybody who's listening, just take that special time with your kids, whether it's tonight, tomorrow, whatever it may be, do something for them because one, we're not guaranteed this time. And even though it just seems like this is just one day out of 365, it means nothing because that one day can change and mold the life of your children in any type of way that is possible. So be be kind of, be kind of, uh, you know, be kind of, uh, you know, aware of that. But um, I, I think, you know, if uh, if anybody else, you know, I think we did a good good job today, guys. Um, you know, got into some 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 deep stuff there. I think I think definitely before we get out of here, though, we 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 kind of were on such a serious note that we're going to have to end it with some type of. Uh, you know, maybe some humor. So well, no, I'll, it's, it's actually not going to be humor. It's okay. Not gonna be humor. Okay. What you got? What I'm going to leave you with something I learned recently. Okay. And this goes out to all my fathers out there doing the best you can and trying to be the perfect dad. I'm going to ask y'all real fast. Practice makes what? Perfect. perfect. No, it doesn't. Practice Ooh. does not mm. make perfect. Ooh. You will never read a statement. I'll argue with you on this. Go ahead. You bet. Practice makes improvement. You can always improve mm. on your best. You can always improve on what you did before. But I don't believe you'll ever reach state of perfection. But fathers Facts. trying to be the perfect parent, don't. Continue each day trying to be a better parent than you were the day before. Spend more time. Give more love. Give as much as you can to all your kids. You are the perfect dad. Trust me, guys. Y'all are amazing out there. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the two gentlemen here with me. To all my fellas in my dad chat, Theo, Kyrie, Matt. I mean, not Matt. Wow, Mark, Ski. Uh, I don't know who Shy. I'm forgetting. Shot. All y'all. Kyrie. 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 I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. All the fathers, my man Ross, my man Eric. All y'all doing y'all thing. My man Derek, Pierre, Red. Keep doing y'all thing. And I appreciate all the fathers understanding my voice. Shout out to all the fathers that he just named. Uh, to all the fathers and anybody that's listening, if you have yet to like, comment, or leave a positive review, please make that your number one priority. We're going to leave you time right now to go ahead and go do that thing because that's how we're going to continue to grow. As well as mm-hmm. if you're looking to be a sponsor, we shouted out at Mix and Mingle earlier. Uh, shout out to at Mix and Mingle. Shout out to everybody else who has a small business. Uh, keep doing your damn thing. Uh, Peso, we got to get into you. Next episode, I, I, I'd love for you to give us a highlight about your life, man, because you've been doing a damn thing over the past week, yeah. for real, for real. But we'll get into it. I mean, he's built different. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I am different. Ooh, that, that's the sponsor plug. That, that's the sponsor plug right there. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in with us one last, uh, one last week. Um, we'll be back next week. We definitely appreciate it. As always, specifically, dads out there, push through. I promise you this week is only going to get easier, not harder. Trust me, if you have if I have to leave you with this, you are not sitting here right now with a handful of shit. So therefore, you're living a better <laughs> life than CJ is right now. So keep on doing what you're doing. With that, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. We appreciate y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.